Don't forget, if you like this show, and I know that you do, there's a way to support it and other shows like it at the Frog Pants Network. You can head on over to patreon.com slash frogpants today. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. This is the instance episode 534. It is uh, September 7th, 2018. Uh, This month's already going somewhere. We're almost to the teens already. It's Spider-Man Day, but also a lot of Warcraft. But also, I didn't get Spider-Man yet, because I'm playing a lot of Warcraft. You know, I feel a little tempted to get Spider-Man even. It's like, hey, it's a game. It looks good. Everyone's raving about it. But I'm playing so much Warcraft, not sure I can justify it. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Garrett Weinzerl. Hello. Hey, Scott. Hi. Hey, uh, instance listeners, podcast listeners, uh, citizens of the internet, I'm going to teach you right now how to get Scott to go off on a tangent within an instant. Oh, my gosh. And it is... Scott, do you know why I'm not buying Spider-Man? Uh, uh, let me think. Hold on. Um, because uh, you you uh, you're uh, you're secretly very attracted to Peter Parker, and you don't need the temptation in your life. No, I mean that is also true. Oh, but uh, right. it's because um, I don't have enough time to beat it before Red Dead Two comes out. Oh yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. <laughs> you know what? You just gave me the, all the justification I need because that game is going to be my my uh, absolute jam, and um, I've been looking forward to it forever. And my favorite game of the last generation was Red Dead One. So, so yeah, what am I even worried about? It's this is going to be a distant memory, shooting webs and uh, kicking dudes in the face. That's going to not matter at all when I've got my guns uh, aimed at some uh, sheriff in town. So you're totally right. Until then, I'm just going to keep playing the World of Warcraft because uh, that's really my big game focus right now. It's a Which, good call, Scott. Good yeah, call. I feel There's like a it's lot. a good call. Yeah, I agree. That's what we're going to do. Happen, happening, happening in there. Yeah, there is a few things happening. In fact, we should talk about some of that before we uh, dive into today's content. I notice you're you're chipping away at all the things you're supposed to be so that you can be prepared for some nice high level rating and uh, and whatnot. Um, yeah, and I don't know why because I don't have a raid team anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we could get one pretty quick, right? Like it wouldn't be that hard to like. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I guess I could get on a show like this one and go, <laughs> "Hey, everybody, uh, I'm a item level three thirty uh, demon hunter. I can tank or DPS. Yeah. And uh, if you've got a raid team on the horde, uh, I would love to join you, uh, especially if you do it kind of early on a weekday. That'd sure, be awesome. Sure. My my semi, uh, well, I say semi-regular, it's because I'm semi-regular, but my the team I belong to, FERT, would probably just say, come on in, Garrett, the water's fine. Um, and there's plenty of others, certainly in our guild and, and elsewise, but uh, you, I just feel like you're doing your homework. Like, you're not, you're not one of those players that's like, all right, I dinged 120, and then you're now just sort of fiddling around and you hope somebody carries you through. Like you've been grinding out the business and that's yeah, yeah. Last last expansion, that's more or less what happened. I mean, I was still I was still okay geared, but um but but get your crit together was just like, come on in, we don't care if you you, you can't show up both days a week, just join us. And and I did. And uh I cleared a lot of raids with them up until Argus came out. I didn't do Argus with them. Didn't do Argus either. And, yeah. I mean I did yeah. L- I did LFR Argus. I didn't do like f- full blown, hey, it's all my friends Argus. 
which I probably yeah, should have done. Exa- exactly, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but get your cut together. Uh, they're they're trying for it to be like uh, you know guild first clears this this season, and mm-hmm. uh, I just I just feel like not knowing if I can show up both days it would be dragging them down. So okay. I I didn't even I didn't even. <laughs> apply to come back it's kind of where i'm at as well um i mean i'm very interested in old year i think it looks great except i keep calling it old war by accident but that's blizzard's that's fault, my... that's totally fine yeah uh and how I... could you ever get those two names mixed up <laughs> these old names are just they really like them up there and they like to put little uh they like to put little commas and things where i think they don't belong but you also got a chance to mess around with Warfronts. Now, Warfronts launched, and I haven't had a chance to even touch uh, it. I, I haven't, because oh. none of us can if you're playing Horde only. <laughs> oh, that's right. You can't, can you? <laughs> it's, dude, it's it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't currently, uh, if you're not currently in control or uh, have that bar maxed out, uh, which currently in North America, it's not even a 60%, uh, so you can attack. You're just a lot of sitting around. It's not good. It's a snooze fest. I mean, it's nothing but it's nothing but hand in quests. Yeah, I don't uh, like that. I've already got no, enough of I that don't. to do on my own. And if I'm going to do that, I may <laughs> as well be going level other alts and stuff like that. Like, what's the point? Yeah, mm, I, yeah. I, I agree. That's kind of a bummer. I mean, they'll yeah, t- I, they'll, I, they'll tweak it, that. It, that'll get better. That'll be easier. That'll be whatever as as we go along. But you know, I hope so. It, it's hard to have a, a an opinion, let alone a positive one. Uh, I think right now because. We, the Horde in North America, at least, haven't had a chance to really play with the Warfront. Yeah. Worst Warfront NA, I'd say. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes so I uh, I watched the video at the lead up. I watched the two devs sit and talk about what was going to go on. I watched the, the nuts and bolts of how Warfronts were going to work. And I kind of knew from before that, um, all the way back to uh, BlizzCon last year, what the plan was. And uh, I'm excited about it. But I, I feel like it's just not there yet. So, uh, and by there yet, I mean we need to be. There needs to be some parity, and I don't know how you do that. I don't know if it's just the alliance is just excitable and oh, stoked. I know. What? I know how you do it. It's mm. called winter grasp, and they already did it right. Oh, I see. You mean go back to an old uh, template and do that again? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Like, I don't. I don't get it, man. I like. Uh, uh, I, I, my, my other like jokey bit that I almost did at the top of the show was, oh, Scott, I'm so relieved. Winter Grasp is still the best PvP thing they ever did because they <laughs> screwed the pooch so hard with Warfronts. Oh, man. That makes me sad to hear that. <laughs> I want this to uh, be the next big... I mean, there's a big, huge PvE element in this, which is a lot more PvE elements than, than Winter Grasp had, uh, clearly. Uh, so in some ways, that's very attractive to me because I'm not so much relying on so many other people. But in the at the end of the day, these are... These are big uh, new ideas. They're not really PvP, but this one isn't really. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Uh, it's PvP. It's like meta PvP. It's like the actual gameplay is not PvP. It's you versus the environment, but the effect of what you're doing and how much your faction is doing is is playing a whole separate level game of PvP that's almost just like a, uh, hey, we're cool or we're not cool kind of meta game. Well, yeah, it I mean, it, me it, 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 it's not, it, it, I mean, it's, it's technically not really like the forefront of it is not, is not PVP. It's, it's, it's PVE, but the, the, the overarching story of this expansion is, you know, faction war. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a good point. Faction um, war. Catch it. It's the hot new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I guess I was expecting it to be a little more like, uh, to, to remind everybody, uh, save your emails. Uh, if you missed 
any of the episodes leading up where I said I purposely did not read up on BFA as much as possible so that I could be surprised. Mm. I just assumed Warfronts, by the name of it, were a, a PvP thing, but they're more this asynchronous PvE There you experience. go. That's the word I was looking for. It's like an asynchronous uh, iPhone game, kind of, in a weird way. Uh, it's not that it's that's a bad idea or that they aren't... I like that they're exploring this. I think it's it's super cool, and I'm, I'm into the idea. Like I, I, The reason I like Island Expeditions is it's a combination of well, it's basically co-op, but it's, you know, it's AI. You're out there doing, you're doing work that doesn't rely on griefing or, uh, you know, uh, some of these other well, issues. Well, you can, you can <clears> opt <throat> into it. Um, right. You can do the islands against real people if you want. Right. I wonder how much of that is going on, though. You know, like. Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't tried it because, you know, we've been just trying to get geared up and it just seems like why opt into a harder grind? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. is kind of my thought. Um, uh, you know, I I have not turned war mode off for like three weeks now. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm really enjoying my random PvP in in that sense. So when I'm when I'm in the mood for island expeditions, I kind of just want to fight the computer and have hang out with my friends. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, here's something weird that happened to me this week. So I had an anniversary and was out of town for a chunk, and that was hard because I'd been playing WoW pretty consistently at night and didn't have it for for that trip. And that's fine. I was very happy to spend time with my wife and, you know, celebrate our, our, our marriage and blah, blah, blah. Here's the deal though. Not that that's blah. I don't want her to hear this. She's probably not listening. Uh, I thought a lot about wow. And before I left, I don't know if I said this on the show last week, I may not have, but I also dinged 120 with my hunter, uh, Gerp, Gerp and Henry out there rocking it. And it turns out, uh, Hunter's, were he he was much faster of a of a level uh, uh or sorry uh, leveling him up than it was the demon hunter and it's not that the demon hunter dps is is low or anything it's just a different kind of dps so it's a little more methodical and it's a little more rotation heavy uh right now uh beastmaster hunter is just eating things like it's nothing just jump 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 and dead and stuff's just dead immediately so i ripped through the zones uh, with GURP and dinged 120 and then did a couple of dungeons, got a little gear, you know, getting them there. Um, but that meant I kind of languished with the, the Demon Hunter a little bit. And then here's where things got really strange. Don't forget I bought Roy on this very program. Program? What am I, 90? On this podcast. You know this program, Garrett. You be, you yeah, just, uh, just listeners, don't touch that dial. <laughs> be Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I called it a program. It's something my, you know, your grandma does in the middle of the day. She watches her programs. Anyway, <laughs> watching my stories. Their stories, yeah, it's even worse. Ooh, you sounded like that sounded like uh, Kyle. That's why I call you Kyle. You just just then your voice was a Kyle voice. <laughs> it's 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 almost like we spend a lot of time hanging out with each other. Almost. Uh, at least over the internet. Almost just this much. But anyway, so I I I ding that character. I've got that Roy Alliance character who I spent 60 good American dollars on, uh, who is like a 112 and chilling. I'm not really pushing very hard. I'm kind of just dink, uh, dinking around in there when I feel like it. But here's what happened. I forgot and then remembered that I boosted with another 60 bucks. Last expansion at the top of that expansion, after I uh, dinged with GURP, I thought, you know what? Never been a druid. Going to be a druid. Let's get a troll out. Let's level that dude, or let's get him up to 100, and we're going to level him through this expansion, and I'm going to I'm gonna heal, tank, and DPS my life away. He's going to be great. Never played one. Let's play one. Uh, I boosted him, and then I never touched him 
He just sat there, uh, level one hundred uh, in the in the in the queue there, just collecting freaking video game dust. Nothing was happening Wait. with that guy. So where is this going? Did you let? Did you spend your week leveling through Legion content, or did you buy another boost for a level one hundred character? Okay, so this is where it gets weird. I didn't spend any money, so I'm happy to report that I'm not that terrible of a person. Uh, besides, I got to buy Red Dead in a month, so I got to be careful here. Uh, so <laughs> here's what I did. I decided I wanted to do an experiment. Let's call it for science for this show so I could report on it. I took this character. His name is Gerbilfleek. Okay. It's a dumb name. I This is how I pick names. I just random write stuff and then they work. So I pick him. Gerbilfleek is his name. And uh, he is he's a troll male uh, who is, uh, was, again, this boosted character just sitting there. I thought, for science, let's see how long, now that we're into a new expansion, BFA is out. I want to go through the Legion content and see what I'm actually made to do to, to get that dude to 110. Because even though you can kind of out-level Legion, you usually got, you know, you were starting to enter Suramar by the time you leveled, or by the time you dinged 110 in that expansion. So I thought, well, I'm probably going to have to do, I, mean, I didn't know how many zones I'd have to do. And then I thought, oh, wait, War Mode works for uh, alts as well interesting let's leave war mode on or let's go to orgrimmar and flip that on before i go do any of this and let's see what happens okay so that's what i did i'm happy to report or sad i don't know which i am on this yet but i took that dude from 100 to 110 in legion content in only 2.5 zones so i did valshara and i can't remember the other one oh high mountain and then just barely poked my head into um, what's the the one that's uh, it's, it's a bloody elf kind of place. Oh, uh, um, Azuna. Uh, Azuna. And then I poked my head into Azuna. Bing! Hit one twenty and got the H out of there. Couple Here's a question. Yeah, go I ahead. haven't been back since the expansion came out. Are Legion invasions still happening out there? Because if you like, those things were like crazy for XP. No, because they're not. And chat room, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I looked into this. I couldn't find a way to do it. They had to, they had to open up uh, based on unlocking certain stuff. I think. I think you had to get to 110 before you could do that stuff and then use it on alts or whatever. I'm not 100 percent sure on this, and I've done it with GURP, obviously, but I didn't see those anywhere. There are no place well, on the map. They weren't popping anywhere. They weren't it, anywhere. That I could tell. It may have been the time of day you were playing because they're not always up. Oh, um, that may be but, that may be true. So chat room saying they're still there. I never saw an invasion. I never saw any of those alerts you used to get, and I never got. Uh, I use a bunch of uh, mo uh, mods, add-ons for showing stuff like that. I never saw one. So I thought maybe okay. I thought maybe that stuff got tuned out or down or and maybe it still did in terms of the, how much XP they're doing. I don't know, but I decided to run it through zones to see what would happen. And with that XP boost from war mode, and by the way, I never had a single PVP fight in the entire run. Not well, one. you mean to tell me that there's not people playing through Legion when Battle for Azeroth has only been well, out for a month? <laughs> weirdly, I saw a whole bunch of same faction people. I did see a lot of those. Like there'd be, there were way more than I expected. There'd be huh. people at quest hub, just walking around, picking up quests, doing, turning stuff in, asking me for groups, this sort of stuff. Uh, you know, all in their mid 100 to 110. Uh, and I thought that was odd. And so I thought, oh, then I'm definitely going to run into some 
you know other faction guy and have to fight him and it never happened i never saw any, saw anybody from the from the alliance so that was a weird experience i pushed through that it, it was fast like it was really fast and the way that they do stuff with like artifact power is not there anymore um you open up your window to put runes in it uh, to put runes in your weapon so you still have the weapon and it still scales through the levels and you can still add runes to it but none of the talents are there there's a big thing at the bottom that says your weapon was drained for the giant sword sticking in the ass of azeroth right so you so it says <laughs> yeah i did this yeah. um I, I leveled my warlock uh after pre-patch came out mm. so it was pretty much the same experience except i didn't turn war mode on which apparently i should have oh yeah dude war mode's the way and it, it didn't it occur to me at the very last second before i started doing it so that 15 percent boost really does make a, i think it makes a big difference so uh i just kind of mindlessly clicking stuff not reading text obviously i've done all this three times before with other characters so what's the point but i just tore through these quests i'm always amazed that i find weird side quests i don't remember from the first three runs in it i don't understand how that happens like I, i'm pretty sure there's a quest line that i did that i never saw in legion once until now and i don't know how that was or how that happened but some weird quest that maybe it got put in later oh and this is the other thing as you go um this helps too a lot with the xp grind the world quests, which normally don't unlock until you hit 110 in the old days, they pop as you go. And you also have all flight points, which I think is true of all previous expansions once the expansion's over. All flight points are opened immediately, uh, so you don't have to go discover oh, that's them. Good. Yeah, so you haven't discovered the land necessarily with your character, but all the flight points are flyable. So, oh, gotcha. So yeah, that I, was I mean, interesting. You should have if you unlock flying too. You can just you can just fly around. That, mm -hmm. That's how I did it so quick on my warlock. Yeah, and see, plus I, I never... only I would log in on my warlock. I would be like, "Is there an invasion? No, <laughs> I'll be back later." And I just logged out and did something else on some other <laughs> other character. I only leveled through invasions, and it, it was it was quick. How how quick? Like it, if you had to, it guess. was like a level per invasion. Oh, geez, so, really? I would just log into an invasion, get a level, and that was my that was my World of Warcraft leveling experience for the day. And I would come back the next day and do it again. Are you guys in the chat sure it's not fifteen percent and it's ten? They're correcting me again. I thought it was fifteen. It's it's ten percent XP boost. Is it possible that it's more because I'm doing old content? I swear it said fifteen on my don't, dude. I don't think so. I'm gonna look it up. I Is swear. Fifteen XP, ten percent rep. Maybe. I, don't know. I, don't I thought it was ten percent. Maybe you're you're probably right. Anyway numbers and i we don't get along here's the point uh 2.5 uh, uh things but it sounds like i probably spent more time than i needed to compared to you looking for timed invasions uh so i probably should have done that but it was interesting to see all the stuff they stripped out of it like nothing oh, to, it, no artifact power all they gave you is war resources and stuff like that um here's it, i think where yeah. your your confusion is coming from it looks like at at one point war mode was higher I guess on the test realm. Oh, is that what I'm thinking of? I don't remember this happening, but when I'm searching 15 and 10%, there's a blue post saying it's been decreased to 10%, but it doesn't say in this post what it was reduced from. Okay. Down from 15%. Okay. okay. So at one point, so when it they was were testing 15. it, it was 15 Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, and I just can't get it out of my head. Here's the other thing I, I, I learned during this process. And by the way, he's like 112 now. I've already got him running stuff in the new game. Like, this is so dumb. I should be working on gear. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, I nope. I want to apologize for all these years not giving um, druids enough credit for what they were saying about their characters. They may have been right this entire time. The druid might be the best character in the game. 
And the reason Ooh, that's the, controversial. It is controversial, but the reason I <laughs> the reason I think that they might be right is some of the obvious ones like well there's four specs to that to that class and that's, you know, already gives you a lot of versatility and options and variety and all of that. Um but what I like is it's basically got that, you know that 85 bucks you can pay a year to get into the fast TSA line at the airport. <laughs> Pre-check? Yeah. Imagine that, but apply that to World of Warcraft, and that's what druids have with travel form. Because like <laughs> like Rhaegar in Heroes of the Storm, <laughs> just like Rhaegar, all you gotta do is go whap and you're in travel form. There's no need if you're in if you're in um it doesn't matter if you're in a fight and you're in the middle of a combat. Normally you can't mount with another character. Nope, not with him. Hit T. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally cheating. And I I hope you have gathering professions because it doesn't take you out of your form when you're gathering crap. So you can just move yeah. at mounted speed. Yeah. Picking picking flowers and skinning dead things. Yeah. I didn't I mean I knew that that was a thing and I'd seen people do it, but I just never really gave it the credit that it deserves. It's it's not that different than like why demon hunters are great for the for the hovering and the floating and the flying, right? That's awesome. And it's unique to them in a in a way. I know, you know, featherfall and stuff for mages and stuff, but but there's no, it's not the same. It's not the same. I, it's absolutely not the same. And so it's that kind of revelation for me that demon hunters were in terms of that um, that mechanic. In this particular case, it's like not only that, I mount up anytime I want, stay mounted, like you said, for quest turn ins, pickups, stuff like that. If I'm in a cave where I'm not allowed to be in travel form, I can get into cat form. I'm actually doing balanced druid. That's how I'm leveling. So I'm not not running um, feral anyway. But I'll go feral or I'll, I'll go into cat form when I'm inside of places because that's a 30% boost to normal speed anyway. So now I'm running fast no matter where I'm at, faster than I would be no matter who I am. And then if I hit water, you turn into a freaking walrus and now I'm a, I'm a speedy a-hole and everyone's slow but me. It's fantastic. Yeah, isn't the saber-toothed manatee the best? I love that thing. It's amazing. He's so fast. <laughs> I mean, he's dumb looking, but he's he's so fast and... I just I, I found that to be very convenient convenient in this run through. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 with you. I've avoided druid like the plague, and I I think my next tune is going to be a druid. The problem is, is I want it to be the the new troll, mm-hmm. <laughs> like really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that and problem too across the board. I want that unlocked. I want that um, demon hunter to be my. I want him to be nightborn. Like we're, it's a problem for sure. Yeah, I'm 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 calling it now. Uh, you are going to spend even more money uh once <laughs> once the new once the new trolls hit and uh you're gonna you're gonna swap over so you can be dinosaur druid do you think it'll be so let's, let's talk about the advantages of that i can stand up straight that's number one mm-hmm. which i currently can't do unlike my orc which i can totally go change uh which i think is weird i think old trolls should get to stand up straight it doesn't make sense i me. am with you i find that very odd i think they should just add posture to basically all the horde races that have scoliosis yeah <laughs> Except maybe I don't know what would a what would a tauren look like with better with better posture. Oh, okay, maybe not a tauren because of neck there you go. Uh, <laughs> bones, but undead like undead would look rad, like standing up all straight and lanky, like a Tim Burton character. Yeah, instead of saying "and you are," they'd say "and you are" like that because they'd have a whole new outlook on life. They'd be standing up straight. <laughs> they could project from the diaphragm. Scoliosis. I haven't I haven't heard scoliosis since. Well, since the last time someone referred to a podcast as a program. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> what was my point? My point was that, uh, yes, so probably, yeah, they'll get 25 bucks for that, probably. Um, I am enjoying him, though. I like the trolls, uh, generally speaking, and 
I don't know. It just feels good to be doing something completely different. But I'm, I have a little ADD this expansion. I don't know what my problem is. This is not me normally at all. This is every expansion is usually pick a main, do your thing, stick to it, stay on program. Boom. That's how I play World of Warcraft. I'm not one of these 50 alts kind of guys. But already, uh, you know, two 120s working on a third, uh, an, an alliance character that I'm actually going to progress and finish. Like, this is, this is a, I don't know why this is happening. It's not like even the content's that exciting to go through again. I don't know why I'm doing it, Garrett. It's, first, it's had, weird. This was me last expansion. I had the same issue. Like, I immediately took my Paladin, which was my main for a long time, up to max level and realized I'm kind of bored with it because uh, I'm not tanking raids anymore. Like, right. I really like tanking, and I realized Rhett was kind of not doing it for me, and I will never heal. You will never catch me healing anyone's butt. Whoa. Not for me. Wow. All right. Uh, Hardcore, dude. Um, yeah, so I, I went on just Altapalooza last expansion at the beginning. Uh, immediately went back and leveled up a Death Knight. That became my main for Legion, and then I started just dappling all over the place. Uh, and this time, I want to do it. I really want to get some other other characters up. I want to start a Druid. I want to see. I want to get through the Alliance stuff faster um, than I already am. I'm going at a snail's pace, um, just because I'm I'm doing my best to only play with Katie, and she only has a few nights a week she can play. Sure. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of paralyzed by indecision. I can't decide what I want to level next. I'm like looking at my warlock being like, mm, you look fun. I kind of want to level you, but I want to druid just so I can, you know, yeah. have that experience that you're talking about. Of, so you, know, you can skip the line. You can skip the TSA line. <laughs> I thought you were going with like instant cues and looking for dungeon. I was like, Scott, any anyone that can tank can do that. But I didn't know you were going at the, the instant cast mount speed. Right. Cause that's, I mean, that's the demon hunter. As I ran dungeons, heroic and normal, the goal when I was doing it solo and not hanging with you guys, uh, the whole goal there was to tank. Cause you just get it right in. So my, I fully intend to do that with this, with this druid. I don't actually know either of those specs at all. Um, in fact, I'm really just super jiving on, uh, on balance right now. And I'm not been, I'm not in freaking boom conform. That thing sucks. I went and bought the, the the star thing you know the glowy whatever deal oh uh oh uh, katie disagrees God, those katie. chickens suck they suck <laughs> they've always sucked first of all and they still suck as it turns out the, the moon can have always had a very special place in my heart because i i, I remember in vanilla uh for those that don't know I've, I've been playing world of warcraft with my now uh wife uh since vanilla and she took all this time creating this really beautiful night elf that was going to be her druid uh, and then she goes and turns into a, a, a morbidly obese, mouth-breathing owl monster. Yeah, for the, for, <laughs> I just thought it, it was the coolest thing ever. For any time you want to fight, it's like, hey, oh, hold on a minute, I got to turn into this fat chicken for the next ten seconds, and then I'd really like to change out of it so I can look at my normal form. Yeah, like, you know, what? I, I, I think it's, I, I think it comes down to, do you like Ewoks? And if the answer is no, you're gonna hate <laughs> Moonkin. And if the answer is it's the greatest thing in Star Wars, uh, that's all you're ever going to play. Do you think they're the greatest things in Star Wars? I think they're they're grossly uh, un- underrated. Okay, I, I'm. This is news to me. I would not have picked you for a Ewok liker. Uh, they're. Uh, uh, I, I have all kinds of unpopular opinions. Scott, Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. I liked Return of the Jedi just fine. It's a good. It's a Muppet movie though. You have to admit. <laughs> 
It's kind I, of a I believe movie. you you have said, which became my favorite quote about Return of the Jedi, is that everything has a hand up its butt. Everything has a hand up its butt, except for Jabba the Hutt, which has like eight hands up its butt. Like <laughs> it has eight people up its butt. Yeah, eight little tiny people. <laughs> eight, although it turns out I was wrong. It's three normal sized people, but for years, grown people <laughs> sitting in the base with their top half coming up into his body. Yeah, for years I thought it was like eight or nine Kenny Baker types all jammed <laughs> up in there, but I was wrong. The, nope, nope, full size puppeteers. <laughs> but the, um, the point is with that movie, just to, since we're on it, it's <laughs> they went from, you know, Star Wars, innovative, but kind of 70 space opera, Empire Strikes Back, an amazing, darker tone, best of the series still, I say, and I know it's just not because it's the popular thing to say. And then the third one comes along. It's the most crowd pleasy. It's the most fun to go to, I think. Uh, I think the theater experience was probably the best for Return of the Jedi. And there was a lot of fan service about, you know, kind of sewing this thing up and being done with it. But in retrospect, it's covered in Muppets. It may as well have been the Muppets do Star Wars. Like it was so many puppets and so many like attempts to create. I mean, clearly this would have all been CGI in the future, all of it. And so I kind of like and admire the fact that they went so practical with it across the board. But like Salacious Crumb, I just want to kick that thing off the guy's hand across the room. That's what I want to do. As, as the owner of a chihuahua that looks like Salacious Crumb, you know, I, I take issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> Were they, they're not based on chihuahuas, are they? It could have been. I, 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 I don't know. Uh, monkey lizards? Uh, I, I don't know. Now that you say that, though, <laughs> I could see it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my belief on Moonkin, that if you are a fan of, of critter races in your, in your fiction, then you're probably into the Moonkins. Yeah. I don't like stuff where I, I'm like my biggest problem with like uh, Ewoks. I always feel like I could see a little zipper in the back. I can kind of see where the suit gets unzipped. And uh, <laughs> I guess Boomkins at least are a little more, not that way. But anyway, I'm happy to be star man. I'm happy about that. It's fine. I think that's a really fun leveling spec. I'm doing some, some pretty fun damage. Uh, and I like it a lot. Uh, and it's really active. Yeah, um, very it, active. I've played a lot of different damage specs, and Balance Druid is the one that I find the most challenging. It is challenging because you're literally trying to balance things to maximize, you know, what you're getting out of. Uh, I forget the names of everything because it's, it's still a new character to me, but, you know, you're trying to maximize your damage with those abilities. And it's like a solar lunar um, mechanic. Yeah. And you go back and forth, the... and it's getting better even without mods. It's getting better at telling you when you're not pumping enough solar in and too much midnight power or whatever it's called what's it called moonfire yeah. moonfire is what i meant uh, yeah i usually don't watch videos to teach me how to play classes but I, at any time katie and i are trying to figure out her her balance druid i'm almost like yeah i'm just pulling up a video this is confusing the crap out of me yeah so there you go it's fun i like it and i don't know what i'm doing this expansion it feels very weird that i'm going down this path but i'm happily doing it and i'm also finally getting my 60 bucks out of this druid i paid for him forever ago this is back in what 2016 that came out Was yeah I, I boosted a warrior right after right before pre-patch and uh i really haven't done anything with them mm. uh, i thought i was i was almost certain i was gonna go warrior mm -hmm. this expansion and then the 11th hour when i hadn't used my free legion boost i was like or sorry bfa boost i was like screw it let me see what a demon hunter feels like and then i really enjoyed it no he's the main you did the same thing i did with the mage i don't feel so bad now because i did the exact same thing He's the boost, although I paid for that boost. No, no, I didn't. That was the free boost. I used the free boost that came with the expansion on the mage. Was sure I was going to go main mage this expansion. Spent a week pregame flying all over Old World and other uh, expansions and zones. 
running solo uh, uh, content and raids and stuff so I could get a whole bunch of transmog for this mage because I was just into it. I'm like getting them all dressed and all, you know, prettied up and ready to roll. And I haven't touched him. He's just sitting there <laughs> at 110. He's he's this expansion's druid. He's not going anywhere. And it bums me out kind of, but maybe I'll get around to it. I don't know. We'll yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I paid for that warrior boost and then I used my free boost on the demon hunter and then all I've been playing is the demon hunter because I can't decide what I want to level next. So I just keep going back and min-maxing my demon hunter to the best of my ability. There's nothing wrong with that demon no. hunter. He's great. He's great. It's fun, man. Especially yours. Yours, fun. Is, yours is way outgeared mine now. Uh, well, all right. This has all been well and good, but there is actual, I don't know about news, but stuff happening in the world of Warcraft and we're going to get to it now. So, Oldir is out, and by all accounts, it sounds pretty good. Um, people in the chat room, uh, even just getting in here pre-show, were going back and forth about how difficult they think it is, but how much fun they're having. They think the mechanics are really cool. Uh, sort of across the board, excited. Uh, the current raid boss count is eight, and what is out right now, or what will be out, is Raid Finder, Normal, Heroic, and Mythic. We'll talk about the schedule in a second. Uh, but here's the story. A millennia ago, seeking to understand... Or wait, I have music for this. Hold on. It's not really music, but it'll just punctuate what I'm doing. So here we go. Seeking to understand the nature of their eternal foe, the Titans constructed this sprawling underground facility to research and quarantine captured specimens. They hope that by... St- by studying the void energy that bound the old gods, probing it for weakness and reactions, they could find some way to neutralize it They were horribly, horribly wrong. The facility was sealed away so that the whores within would never be unleashed upon Azeroth. But now those seals have broken. There you go. Uh, It's very uh, Peter and the Wolf of you. Well done. Yeah, I got that from... um, Wow, actually. There's a part part of the um, Zandalar zone where you just hear this sometimes. Oops, where'd it go? Yeah. And I loved it. And I was like, I'm capturing that and using that all the time. I used, on the, I used it on core. Now I used it here. Take that, everybody. Tough luck if you don't like it. Anyway, uh, that's the story. Uh, you need to be level 120. And uh, normal and heroic are open. That opened on the 4th. If you were hoping for mythic, add raid finder wing 1. Uh, that'll be September 11th. So uh, you got what? No, that next Tuesday? Next Tuesday. Right? I think so. Uh, I really... Uh... I want to run it with a with a group. I mm. want to try and avoid LFR as best as I can because I avoided it last expansion. Had such a good time. Yeah, I do too. I think I would rather uh, like legit run it with a with a group than than. I mean, LFR is fine, but I feel like I don't. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't. I mean, that's the point of it. It's supposed. It exists for those who don't have the schedule or don't have the group or whatever. I appreciate that it's there and will always be thankful. Blizzard went this direction. Because it really does, think, uh, you know, give people a chance to see content they wouldn't see otherwise. I think Kyle brought this up on our stream, but he has this whole kind of philosophy that the the game and the world feels larger when there's content he has not completed. Uh, and also that the LFR experience uh, is not enticing enough to burn that content up while listening to, you know, jackholes call you an idiot. It's an interesting philosophy. I hadn't really considered that. The world is bigger with content you haven't done. That makes me feel a lot better about the stuff I didn't run in Warlords at the end. It's much larger. Maybe, and I can go back there sometime, you know, and single do it and or uh, solo single. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I, I, I think he's right to a certain degree because it makes me think about 
vanilla when I, I never ended up hitting max level of vanilla because yeah. I was such an idiot at playing the game and there were no resources to teach me how to. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, just always, anytime I was back in the capital, hearing these, hearing people get groups together for these large things called raids that I knew nothing about. And then suddenly an Anixia head would show up hanging over the rafters. And yeah. this, this, this sense of mystery was, uh, was very cool. Yeah, but, it is cool. Once you know every single square footage of the place, it starts to feel less like a big mysterious world and more like a set of goals, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to, hard to explain, but there's something to that. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've never and really I think, and I think the middle ground is just I think if you treat WoW, you know, it's a social experience first and foremost. It's just a lot more fun. That's yeah. kind of how I look at the game. Yeah, I think I, uh, agree. I would rather run with a group of people regularly, you know, forge friendships, get to know everybody. I think that was always their idea, right? Like Blizzard's idea was always man, I feel like they always had a two pronged approach, even from vanilla on. They were like, if you played an MMO before this, whether it was um Oh gosh, EverQuest or whatever, whatever the game was, they were very impenetrable unless you had a group. And even then the content was, you know, grindy from top to bottom. Uh, there was no such thing as any big heavy storylines or quest chains or stuff like that. Not the way that WoW did it. WoW comes along and says, well, what if we could somehow figure out a way to do both? We want to make it so y'all can be together and have your fun together. Everything from just little two, three man uh, runs and uh, quest chains that need more than one guy or, uh, you know, all the way up to these 40-man raids. But also, guess what? If you're a healer and otherwise in other games sort of impotent in this game, you can play and you can finish quests and you can solo and you can play this game without having to assemble uh, a bunch of people. And I think that was the smartest possible innovation they could have made at that time. And it still serves them today and it informs all other MMO design. Um, name one that you can play right now that isn't basically this template. Like, this is it. And before, I just am old enough to remember that playing this, playing games like Anarchy Online or whatever it may have been before this was not the same, man. It was just kill a thousand goblins until they stop spawning. And that was the game. There were no quest lines. I, there was nothing. Mine was, mine was the original Guild Wars, and it was very segmented. Yeah, yeah. And Guild Wars 2... It's a really cool game, in my opinion, but it's the template. It's the WoW template with some changes, some tweaks, some innovations, some weaknesses, but still, that's it. And it's changed a bit over time, but it's still that template. It's a bunch of cooldowns. It's on your button bar. It's you running around with a mouse and keyboard. It's just like targeting. Yeah, it's the approach, the same approach uh, that Blizzard established, and it still goes forward today. To, for good or ill, you know, people have a hard time innovating outside of it, but um, they deserve a lot of credit for that. And it's, I just think it's great that I can say, well, all I have time for is LFR and I can have it. And you can say, well, all I'm willing to do is run with a group and you can have it. Like, it's just a yeah, good I, mix. I have, I have nothing against LFR. Um, I was, I remember when they introduced it, I was super skeptical of it and, and, and it, it works. There's no, I have no, I, I, I don't, I'm not arguing that it doesn't work um, mm -hmm. or it should be removed. I think it's great that it's an option. I sure. think it's great how accessible WoW has become. I, I, I realized that at the time when Vanilla launched, it was more accessible than its competitors. Uh, but you look at modern WoW compared to then, and and this is something that, you know, as someone who gr has grown up playing this game, it's nice that now that I am significantly older and have less time to dedicate to it, that I can still get a s very similar amount of enjoyment out of it. 
Yeah, and I think that there's probably a fair number of the people who are really pining for Classic or that we're playing on these independent vanilla servers who miss that inaccessibility. Uh, that thing where it was just down to you and your friends and your attunement and your being able to synchronize all these schedules and make it make it happen, uh, despite the fact that, like you said, WoW was so much more accessible than its competitors at the time. Um, I think that's what they want again. You know, this is accessibility works for a lot of us, especially as we grow as the game grows and as we get busier as the game continues to be a thing for us. So we appreciate these quality of life improvements. But there are people out there, I don't know who they are, but there are people out there with a ton of time to burn who just want that that old way. And I guess I hope they get it. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. As I've said in the past, you know, I don't know how much I'll actually play it. I'm definitely excited for it. If nothing else, uh, the, the archivist in me really wants this to just be out there and preserved in an official Blizzard fashion. You could put a character, an NPC in this game called Archivist Weinzerl, and it would it would seem right. It would be perfect. They should do that. I would so much rather like uh, I don't know have a blood elf with a fancy hairdo in a barber <laughs> salon somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's the thing I was gonna say earlier. If you're not gonna <laughs> let me buy a transfer from my demon hunter to a uh, nightborn, why can't you just make a bigger um, a blood elf? Let me be bigger. This is my problem with the character. It isn't. It isn't. I don't know if it's, it's like a man thing or you what. Wanna, He's like this. You want CrossFit Kalthos. Yeah. I stand next to like a, a troll and I feel like this tiny little guy going, hey, guys, when are we going? Like it's he's too small. He's too small. He needs to be big and buff and swinging blades and looking like a rad bastard. Instead, he's a tiny little man. There, There is a lot of uh, awesome official art of like jacked blood elves mm-hmm. out there yeah but then if you uh, see him standing next to a jacked orc it looks like his kid or something it's just silly i i like the the difference between them um but but i i'm i'm still pushing for nightborn demon hunters it's just yeah they're taller write it in find a way to write it into the lord demon hunters are recruiting illidan's gone they need to bolster their numbers again yeah i just think they should be an op i mean because we know we can scale characters there's always a mechanic in the game where it's like bloodlust everybody gets a little bigger you know let me just be a little bigger. Just give me permanent bloodlust, but not without the stat increases. Just, just a little larger is all I'm asking. Not that big a deal. Anyway, uh, so you're going to have to wait until September 11th for all that stuff. September 25th, Raid Finder Wing 2 comes out, uh, which is called the Crimson Descent. You get three bosses there, four bosses, I guess. And finally, October 9th, Raid Finder Ring, Wing 3, you get Heart of Corruption, Mythrax. Mythrax? Yeah, Mythrax, the Unraveler, and Gahoon. Uh, will be your uh, your tasty jump there. Uh, let's talk about world bosses. They are here now and available. They dropped 370 gear. I'm not going to get into each one of these because they all have their own little description and name, but uh, there are one. Yeah, I did my two. first one yesterday. It oh, was, how'd it go? Uh, Warbringer Yanaj. Oh, Yanaj. I got no gear, sadly. Nicky Minaj. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> how, uh, oh, very, no. Very no, different. How was the fight, though? Like... Uh, Lose anybody? Yeah, pretty. I mean, like world bosses, as I would expect, pretty easy to understand mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you definitely need a group. You definitely need some healers. Uh, the group I got in got a little impatient and pulled first, and that turned into a corpse run real fast mm. until some healers uh, joined the group. People forget it's like when it snows. They're like, "Oh yeah, I have to drive different when it snows." It's like you haven't had to fight a world <laughs> boss in a while. Yeah, I totally know what that's like. Yeah, you in Florida with all the snow you get. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of snow in Florida, you guys. Uh, whatever, man. America's wieners hanging out there. Who knows what weird weather pattern may befall you one day. We're going through some changes now. You never know. Sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not in the, none of this tropical storm hoo-ha that hit or Norman or Larry or what was it? It, 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 it went right by us. We got, we got some bands, but nothing out of the norm. Just some rain. No big deal. We, we have not been turned into Najmir, if that's your question. <laughs> Overrun with blood trolls. That's awesome. I <laughs> still, my fate, by the way, after, after two runs of 120 and starting to do this new character through the content, I still think Nazmir is my favorite zone in the game. I really like it. Me too. I'm yeah. right there with you. That is, that is without a doubt. Especially, um, I mean, I'm coming, I'm coming around on Voldoon. I really didn't care for it the first time I did it. Yeah. The more time I spend out there, like, there's some really good nuanced world design out there. I agree. It, the problem with Voldoon, I think, is it feels like they, there's never an end to, to it. And by that, I mean, just when you think, oh, I'm, I've probably cleared this zone out, there's five more quests. Oh, okay. Well, after yeah, these five, it's probably I, even done. And then there's five more. It's like, whoa, slow down. I, I went back um, last week. I didn't have time to talk about it on the show last week. Yeah. And uh, I cleared out. I was just clearing out a lot of quests like I had dangling, you know, from after I hit 120 and just, you know, Bail. all right, like heart, pull the e-brake going 100 miles an hour. Time to go get gear. Yeah. Doesn't matter where I am in this quest line. Right. Um, and I missed a lot of the things in Voldoon that were around the outskirts. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's a there's a Loa temple at the like northernmost point in Voldoon. I missed that entirely. That whole segment was. Rad. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good piece of story. Also, there's a, a whole pirate thing at the down on the that was coast. the other thing I missed. Yeah, yeah, that's good down there, too, as well. Yeah, yeah I ended up I ended up doing this thing where I felt. So, okay, so when I when I played Legion and I hit 110, I did that whole pull the emergency brake and go back to dollar on and let's start gearing because that's how it always has been. But that game didn't want you to do that. That game wanted you to stay in Suramar and keep at it and clear those quests out and be done with that thing because eventually you're going to need it to be anyway because you got to get that damn flying mount, blah, blah, blah. Or not flying mount, but be able to fly in the zone. And oh, so, there, there was so much that was gated through Suramar. Yeah, and I just uh, avoided it, it. I hated it. I was pissed at it. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't love it either. I was super behind. Uh, right. at a certain point in and Suramar this, that I this one seems really less. This one seems less so that way. Like it's less gated, but there's it's more spread out, which yeah, I like. Yeah. Um, so at some point, though, you're gonna have to do like I'm gonna have to do. We're gonna have to go out and find all that shit, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. This this week, I feel like I, I hit my first big kind of wall of burnout with rep grind. Yeah, because I was just like, gotta get on a bound, gotta get on a bound, and I was just like, man, I'm just not enjoying this. Why am I doing this? Well, because I'm still locked out of a dungeon. Mm. <laughs> but we got a good email uh, about uh, rep grind today because we that keeps coming up. It's impossible to avoid that discussion. I think uh, rep grind continues to be for some a bane, and for others a thing they like. I guess I don't know. Someone likes rep grind, not me. Uh, anyway, world bosses, 370 gear, get out there. I I assume it'll be like it always is like a weekly affair, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You get, you get one drop per tune per week. Uh, Dungeoneer Crowlock is live in Voldoon. Get out there and fight him, you guys. The other, the other big thing to note though, players, uh, especially Hortside, if you, because we haven't had a chance to go out and actually play the Warfront yet. Once mm-hmm. we can, there's another world boss with another drop for us once we are occupying. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. So that, that's at that the works? rate that the bar is going, I mean, there's no way to know for sure, but I, I would assume this weekend we yeah. should be able to start the attack and start ocu- our occupation. 
Um, so once that happens, make sure you go out there and do that world boss because it's another chance at a piece of 370 gear. And it's also the only time you get it is if you've done that, if you push that Warfront thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, you need to go do the Warfront. I mean, once we have it, why not? It's new content. Go see it. Um, you also said something here about Warfronts, bonus rolls, this stuff. Uh, tell me about this. What's going on? Yeah, uh, bonus rolls are also live this week. So go get your your little coins. Um, they are for sale in the ethereal. I, be, I just call it the ethereal room. It has mm. the transmog. It has the reforge. All the ethereals are hanging out in there. Yeah. Um, so you can buy. It's the same thing that was in Legion. If you want to re-roll, a chance at re-rolling uh, on any raid quality loot. Uh, you need to get these tokens and uh, you can buy two a week and you can have a maximum of five total chilling on your character. So make sure you get your two every week. That room uh, where those guys are hanging out is down near the flight point in Zandalar down. as you're Yeah, for the horde. The ship. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where it is alliance side, but uh, wherever your transmog slash reforge room is, that's where you're going to be picking yeah. these up. Those, those guys are great. I'd yeah. forgotten they exist because I have that expedition yak and I never need them anymore. But um, I don't know. I need to go buy that damn thing. I never it's did get so one. Good. And, it's so good. It's so good. So convenient. It's it's spent and, all my gold. Like I went broke, but at the time. But I uh I love that thing. I just want to just say this. It's worth it every freaking penny. What is it? Three hundred gold or whatever it is. Hundred. I don't remember. Or not three hundred. Yeah. Three hundred thousand. Right. Or thirty. What was it? Shit. I think it was one hundred and fifty. Wasn't it? One hundred fifty thousand. That might be right. I think it was one hundred fifty k for the for the Grand Expedition Yak. I didn't get it until Legion because I always just was feeling like this pre buyer's remorse and and John and I actually went out and did it together. And both of us were just like, oh, why are we doing this to ourselves? This is ridiculous. It's just another mount. I can I can already uh, heal and sell stuff on the mammoth that I already have. Why am I doing this? Turns out if you're into transmog at all, that thing is amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it was, it was 120. 120, okay. I always feel like I spent a lot more than that. But right. it, it's a good chunk of gold if, you don't, if you're not like a, an economy player. Yeah, you can still get it. You can go out there to, I forgot where it is in Pandaria, but you can go get it if you want. Online Summit, I think? Maybe. I don't remember. I went out there uh, right before the game, before the BFA launch, just to kind of go out there. And I I really like Pandaria, dude. I love Pandaria a lot, man. Yeah. It's it's good. I'm getting some Pandaria. I've been getting Pandaria vibes from this expansion just because of the, especially through the leveling experience, like the sense of adventure sure. and like discovery. And also just world building. Like that's the thing Pandaria did so well is take this kind of goofy idea of, of uh, anthropomorphized pandas but really expand on it, give them a culture, make that culture interesting, build characters around it that were interesting. They did an amazing job with that. And I feel like the, at least on the Horde side, uh, this, the troll stuff is so much fleshed out. And I don't even, I didn't really like trolls that much going into this, but now they're fascinating. They've got this huge culture and these characters around that culture. Like they, they Pandaria that place as far as I'm concerned. And I'm very happy about that. So yeah, I was a little yeah, worried about yeah, it too. in the beginning. Um, anyway, oh, what else? Hazakosa uh, says PvP gear will be 340, no duplicates every week. Yeah, season one just started, so you can get yeah. your conquest points if you are, uh, you know, a, a more hardcore PvP PvP player than I. So if you cap your conquest each week, you will get a piece of PvP gear each week. Um, and in, an, in a recent interview, Hazakosa, uh, you know, before this went live, said that the PvP gear would be 340. You wouldn't get duplicates and you would get it every week as long as you were maxing out your conquest. Got it. All right. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay, and then the... Mythic Plus went live. Titanforge oh, right. cap is 400. That's pretty much all. The, a lot of stuff went live this week. Yeah, it did. They also did some tuning. Some some classes got some tweaks. I want to say, who was it that was really happy? Uh, something happened with Warriors. I forgot what it was. Warriors are happy though because something got fixed that was broken for a long time. 
or something they didn't like. Tanks. Can't remember. Anyway, ar- I think arm not arms. No, it was arms warriors. That's what it was. They got some big deal that happened. Eh, warriors will have to tell us. I have no idea. I don't remember. I haven't played arms since. Since since you started. Lich King, the- I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think Lich King was last time I played arms. I was uh, PvPing as a warrior in Lich King quite a bit. It's but- probably fun. Like all the specs they've made. They've made fun and better, I think. Like Legion, in my opinion, revitalized everybody. But uh, arms just sounds boring, doesn't it? It's just like, here's a sword. Here's a big sword. Swing it. I really liked it. And and again, this is all the way back in Lich King when I was PvPing fairly regularly. Um, But that's that's just me. I also flew out there Uh, for a little bit, but hanging around the TLC area. Uh, buy in, yeah buy in it's hard to it's hard to fight with titan grip who doesn't want to be swinging around to buildings for weapons yeah well, that's a good point how come they never got logs for the torrens still bugs me Should've... yeah i'm still waiting for uh for totem weapons yeah what's the deal this is the know. most like one of the most iconic things in the history of the game walking around with a big giant freaking totem log and i've been waiting since the vanilla cinematic yeah yes he has one that's some horse shit right there. Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. Come on. Get on it. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, this. Okay. This came up a bunch of times in my, my timeline on Twitter and some other things this week. I had completely forgotten about this, and we haven't talked about it on the show, I don't think. There's a major shift in armor sets this expansion. And now we've seen the new armor sets that are going to be available for those running uh, raid and, and whatnot. Uh, they have done away with the previous tier system. They have done away with unique armor sets for each class, which is something they have done from the very beginning. That is ending this expansion for the first time. And now it is all uh, material-based or type-based. So there is a uh, set for male wares. There is a set for leather wares. There is a set for plate wares and cloth and so on. But it's only that. And there's color variations and all that stuff and little you know accoutrement here and there. But for the most part, this is just like if you wear male, so hey hunter, uh, yo, who else wears male? Um, is uh, shaman, shaman, whoever, yeah, y'all get the same outfit. How do you feel about that? Because we've never talked about this, and it seems like they're taking something away. So why do you feel? I mean, we more or less went through this with uh, TOC in Lich King because yeah. the sets were slightly different color variations between the armor types for classes. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Paladins uh, on the Horde had red and gold uh, plate and then Warriors had the exact same design but brown. Mm. Um, so it's not the first time we've had these more homogenized uh, armor designs, but um, it seems is for- like this is kind of kind of the way we're going. Yeah, uh, I, I need to I need to play this expansion play through it see how it feels i mean uh, there's a we're getting a lot of our unique uh class modifying abilities through artifact items and these will have artifact traits on them mm-hmm. if you're getting you know your hoods your your spalders stuff like that yeah um but uh i will say i'm not thrilled with the designs from old year i think the cloth one looks really cool i think the rest are pretty generic looking is it is it okay so i have a theory that Whenever the images we see in chat, we'll, we'll bring these up for you here. Are you uh, going to say it looks bad because it's on humans? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm Fair. just that's, saying. That's the other thing. I need, I need I, to see them in game. I think they're goofy looking on humans. And I'm not saying all humans are ugly. I just am saying this one might be. <laughs> like <they're, laughs> there's something about whenever they dress them up in humans. And I understand that's like a good standard character to put it on. So you get them sort of the most 
humanoid version of the thing. If you put this on a troll or on a torrent or something, you're not going to get the same effect. I get that. Um, but whenever MMO champion and other show this stuff, it's always on a human. And I've always had this theory that the reason I don't like certain sets isn't because the set isn't cool. It's because the human wearing it isn't cool. So I don't know. That's probably a bad way to look at it, but yeah, I need a human game, but I, I don't know. I'm looking at that leather set being like, I'm going to transmog that the second I get it. Nothing's hideous. And I, and okay. And that brings up the question. Maybe all of this is because transmog is, has been very successful for them. Like it was a really smart implementation, a gold sink, but not a terrible one. A, a great reason to go out and grind other content that you may have missed so that you can collect it all. Like it's a great collection mechanic in the game. And I use it a lot. I really like transmog. It turns out, um, Maybe that's why they're like, well, why are we doing a unique thing for every class in this game when everyone's just transmogging out of everything anyway? We probably should just simplify, and that's what this is. It's like a simplification of the system. That, that's fine, but could you still make the new stuff look cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's throwing some shade. Okay, so let's look at, let's look at the uh, chat room. We're going to look at this, this uh, cloth one. Now, that is a rad... That's a that's a rad look. I think that is I'm also cool. assuming that the, the gold one with the crest is going to be from the hardest difficulty. Oh, yeah, well, um, you, you would assume, sure. The the rest of them are again not not that thrilling. For me, it's the silver one is the one I want. That's way more my my vibe. I just think that's dark and rad and that mask is cool. The the, the, the helmet is really cool. Yeah. Uh the one that's a little more pink with the green armor. I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> uh this this armor let's see what's this one is this plate nope this is leather the leather's got lots of studs and stuff in it it's fine um let's see plate plate is pretty generic i don't know and again it might be because this is a, a human wearing it the one with like the <clears throat> kind of roman <clears throat> roman plume looking thing on the top of the helmet eh, that's fine. i, I kind of like the plate there's a the simplicity there that I'm not used to seeing in WoW that I like. Mm. Um, the cloth is cool, but leather and mail, not doing it for me. Yeah. Well, male and, men and leather have never really done it for me, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it uh, sounds like a, a personal a personal preference, Scott. It kind of is. All right. Now, something happened that I want to at least mention before we uh, kind of wrap up the rest of Blizzard that <laughs> I think I was part of the problem and didn't really know it. I mentioned this briefly last week, I think maybe, but uh, they did some banning and the bans came because people were exploiting some world quest stuff. Uh, they call it unintended character progress and the bans came in for this. Recently, many players uh, brought an alleged exploit to our attention. These reports uh, purported a method involving manipulating raid status in order to uh, repeatedly gain reputation and other rewards from world quest. We quickly investigated and found no truth to those claims. However, in the course of that investigation, we uncovered a different exploit that could have a similar effect. The actual bug could cause characters to get into a state where they could complete world quests repeatedly, receiving full rewards each time. After fixing the bug, we found it necessary to take action against a very small number of players who used it very extensively to, to their advantage. One of our core values is play nice, play fair. And we, made, uh, we take that very seriously. Uh, they go on to say no one wants to see a player use an obviously intended shortcut to progress far beyond other players. Uh, you'll find the Blizzard end user agree, uh, license agreement here for reference. And so that was their statement. Uh, there were some bans handed out. And here's why I got nervous. I had witnessed 
what I I didn't know it at first because I was just doing quests on GURP and I'm killing uh, uh, snake dudes in Voldir or old uh, no, or what's it called? Voldoon. Muldoon. Muldoon? Voldoon. Why did I say Muldoon? What's wrong with me? Because you watched Jurassic Park last night? I don't know. <laughs> Clever girl. Anyway, so I did... Um, <laughs> I'm doing this quest and I kill the two snake dudes. They're just two of ten or whatever I have to kill. They immediately popped again. And I went, oh, well, all right. I need more, so I'll kill them again. I'm ready to leave. They pop again. Kill them. They pop again. They keep popping. Like and they kept giving you the quest rewards. They for the kept giving quest? me the quest quest rewards uh, ah. for the for the quest. But once I hit, oh, see, I was still leveling Gurp at this time. So once they finished the quest, or I hit ten of ten. I still was like, well, wait, they're still spawning. Maybe I'll just keep killing these guys and get some extra XP. And then I noticed behind me there was a bunch of other dudes. They happened to be Alliance, but there was a bunch of Alliance guys who were doing the same thing with some higher level characters and they were just AOEing constantly and characters, would, uh, NPCs would run in, die, run in, die, just keep going. I mean, they were just... To me, that doesn't sound like it's the same thing. It doesn't to it's... me at all either. You're right. These, the bannings didn't happen because of this. But I immediately went, oh, well, am I part of the problem? Because I was hanging around there and just took a bunch of kills I probably shouldn't have had. And You know what I mean? Yeah, I like. Think... I think you just found a zone that was or a section that was highly populated. So the spawn rate was really jacked. Yeah. Because uh, it's not like you were just getting world because you weren't even doing a world quest. They're talking about like, like imagine you have one of the kill one named mob world mm -hmm. quests and mm -hmm. it gives you a piece of armor. Mm -hmm. Like every time it popped, you killed it and you got a new piece of armor and rep for completing the quest. That's what they're talking about here. Yeah. No, you're, totally, you're, you're like, totally right. By the end of it, you filled your bags with the same shoulder armor. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I just felt a little bad just because I knew that it wasn't happening the way it was supposed to. And I probably got like a quarter of a level just standing there, you know? Yeah. And that's usually did you feel fulfilled because that sounds pretty boring to me. It was boring. It, it sounds was... like it sounds like the loot cave in Destiny 1. Yes. And it felt like I was getting away with it a little bit. That's the that's the part I don't like because I feel like I was getting away with something that was sneaky. I had a, uh, I had a friend. I won't say who. Uh, recently uh, got went and toured Blizzard's campus yeah. for the first time. And they got to see, uh, they got to see like um, the WoW's control room where they, where they keep an eye on uh, player behavior and hand out bands and whatnot. And uh, I believe they watched someone like gain an, like a level per five minutes or something. And they, they watched them do this and then ban them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really? Oh, cool. How, look is How cool is this? And then, brought the hammer down once they were finished that's such a godlike thing to be able to do you know just yeah. stand there and watch and wait for it that's amazing yeah yeah just kind of oh man look at this i haven't seen this cheat before chat okay room. finished let's let's ban this person <laughs> chat room makes a fun point about voldoon uh it is a mount farming area apparently there is according to philby or whatever you say his name is phil 87z says but trying to get that hyena mount randomly drops from snakes in voldoon i really want that mount so maybe I should have hung around there. That's uh, I think of all the mounts I've seen. I, I don't know. It's that or the little demi dog mount. Oh, um, right. Which one I want more. Yeah. There's good mounts in general in this expansion that I've seen. I want kind of all of them. It, man. Wow's mount game has been just killing it. I I think since Draenor, like we started getting the Grons back then. I agree. Yeah. Those are really cool. And they, still stuff from then I, I think even stuff from pandaria still looks really good like it's higher yeah. body count and 
pretty oh, much. Yeah, my, I still ride my Shadow Pan Tigers. Those things look so good. Yeah, they look really good. The only thing I really ever use that I got out of Cataclysm that I still put on once in a while is a great bow that I got off of, uh, I guess I got it off Deathwing. Don't remember the name of the bow, but I like I like that one. Other than mm, that. I like the, the two-handed sword off of him with like the crackly lava effect. Oh, yeah, that one's, that one's good. Yeah, there's some Fireland stuff I hang on to as well. But anyway, uh, well, that's that. And I don't think I'm in trouble, but I just, you know, wanted to share my little anecdote there. If you feel yeah, I think you'll be, I think you'll be okay, Scott. It doesn't sound <laughs> any worse than when I uh, spent way too much time in vanilla just trying to get an emerald whelpling out of the the wetlands. Nice. Was it wet? <laughs> it was okay. super soggy. Okay, good. That's what I like to hear. Let's dive into this. Well, that means only one thing. Time to wrap it up around Blizzard. Um, by all accounts, D3 on the Switch is fun. That is Diablo 3. Um, all the feedback I heard from their showing at both PAX and before that Gamescom, very positive game runs at a 60 frames per second clip and looks great on the device as well as TV mode. And uh, I very much am tempted, to, even though I don't carry my uh, progress over from the PC. This didn't stop me when I bought the PC or the uh, the PS4 version of the game. So why would it stop me now? I'm probably ended up getting it. So, I, the way I look at it is this, Kyle. Kyle. Garrett. <laughs> Take a drink. Why do I do this? It's because I talk <laughs> to you both too much. It's killing me. All right, here's what I do. And you're interchangeable. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good thing, right? You're both, in a, in a good way, you're both interchangeable. <laughs> I, 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 tell, I always say I take it as a compliment because Kyle is one of my favorite human beings. There you go. All right. I'm glad you're okay with it. Here, what was I going to say? I forgot already. Oh, um, the, uh, uh, no. What was I going to say about it? I'm excited <laughs> to play it. It's on. The, oh, I know what it is. I just don't need to buy another, uh, you know, another uh, character boost. And that will justify Diablo 3 on the, on the Switch. So I don't need to make another level 110 anything. That's how I'm justifying it. I'm going to get it. Uh, Until those Zandalari trolls come and you're like, you know what? Here's 25 bucks. Race change. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, in Heroes of the Storm, Mephisto is out. He is the primeval of hate and he is fun. I think he's pretty great and I'm excited. He to has a release to a, a solid win rate. Not the highest we've ever seen, but certainly higher than a lot of other heroes have feel, achieved upon launch week. I feel like I, appre I appreciate when they do that. That feels like a better way to launch than uh either completely out of control or way under performing like I, I i think that's a better balance so i'm glad to hear that and i think he's cool and i like him and i'm sort of a sucker for all the diablo characters so anytime there's no uh, one i get excited I, I would say the only other thing is that what's more exciting is that uh tyranda is amazing with her rework really yeah i was worried about yeah. that it's yeah she can uh you can solo heal on tyranda now whoa what yeah i'm gonna have to play her more because yeah, was do, always... do, you, do, you, do you miss Uther, Scott? Do you miss your, your healer also bringing top-tier crowd control to yeah, the party? Well, Tirana has got you covered. Good. I mean, I, I like a nice, stunny... I mean, that's the thing about her. That's great, right? But I, what I don't like about her is cheap shit. Like, here's another owl out of nowhere. The Here. owl build is dead. They, have, they took it out back and shot it. Good. I'm happy to hear this. Anyway, Mephisto week, everybody. Get excited. Get stoked. And Hanamura rework is done, and it seems way better. So... Check that out. It's a good map. Uh, Hearthstone, what's happening? Anything uh, important this week going on? It's pretty pretty quiet. It's Meta has more or less stabilized. Um, I'm excited because one of my favorite pro players ever, uh, Terrence, finally took home a big win at PAX West last weekend. And if you haven't watched the VODs, um, it's cool because he basically brought four ladder decks 
and just own face with it. Mm. Uh, and uh, there's a lot to glean, I think, from uh, from that tournament about how to tech for the latter. Because mm. a lot of times we look at tournament tech and it doesn't really apply to trying to have a solid win rate on Hearthstone's ladder. Yeah. But I think the PAX West tournament does. I think you can actually watch it and apply it to your games at home. Wow, that's great. It's good to hear. Uh, also very quiet in Overwatch right now. Just not a lot happening. People are playing it. Uh, League is over. Uh, there's the summer event still happening. Skins, blah, blah, blah. It's Overwatch. If you're playing it, you're playing it. So have fun. <laughs> uh, sad goodbye to, this has nothing to do with Blizzard, but I wanted to mention it, to Carbine Studios, the makers of Wildstar and other games before that that I was kind of a fan of. They made a fun hero game a while back. It was right around the time of City of Heroes and didn't do as well. And I can't remember the name of it. Someone in the chat will remind me, but it was kind of a fun hero-based, superhero-based game, uh, MMO game that they made. Anyway, it's a bummer. I don't know what it means for Wildstar because all of the all the press releases about Carbine shutting down doesn't say anything about the fate of the game. Uh, so I can't tell if the game's actually going away, if it's on life support, if it's doing okay enough to just be managed by some other... Oh, Champions, that's what it was called. Thanks, chat. Um, all that stuff. So I, I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, just a nod to those folks. They had a cool idea there. Uh, in the end, I don't think it differentiated itself enough. It launched as a subscription game, became free to play later. That's usually not a great thing, and uh, probably I mean, they, is they, shutting down. So there you go. I mean, Wildstar released right at the kind of tail end of that whole thing when we were looking at every M other MMO coming out and just be like, yeah, they're gonna have to make the switch, and there it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And shortly after that, it like every other MMO that started coming out was didn't didn't have a subscription model anymore. Yeah. The good news is, in my opinion, this week it's again unrelated, but. Uh, uh, many of you remember oh, the old days, certainly Garrett does, when uh, we would occasionally have Kurt Schilling come on here back when he played a lot of video games and was super into World of Warcraft. He would be a part of the show. He's since gone in directions that aren't <laughs> entirely keeping with with uh, somebody we would have on the show necessarily right now, but he's uh, you know busily being very political these days. But my point is, back in those days... That was like prime time for him, setting up 38 Studios. They were they were ramping up to release video games. He was investing all his money in it. They came out with Kingdoms of Amalur, which was sort of a precursor to the MMO they were working on. That was primarily big, huge games, and they acquired them, and they took that game, rebranded it a bit, inserted story, and released it. And it was one of my legitimately favorite games released that year. I loved Kingdoms of Amalur, which I still will play occasionally. I'll pull it up on Steam and just have a run through it. Um, I loved it. I liked it better than Skyrim at the time. I was so into it. And wow, good news is that IP <laughs> has been scooped up by THQ Nordic, which you may not think much about, except lately they've done a bunch of this sort of stuff where they've revived either uh, old stuff and made it work again or have remastered existing properties uh, and you know are testing the waters for possible sequels. So I actually have, at the very least, a little bit of excitement for the idea that we might get like a remastered edition of Kingdoms of Amalur, which I would totally play again, like right now. That game's great. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't a huge. I wasn't blown away by it, but I, you know, I thought it was a solid first first go. But I remember when they, you know, when it was announced that the MMO was not happening, and mm -hmm. and some internal artist was like, "All right, screw it. Here's a fly through and some screenshots because mm -hmm. I need this in my portfolio." Yeah, uh, it looked great. I really liked the style. Like at the time, it, it was it looked really solid. It's something I totally would have played. Um, you know, the the politics of what went down oh my aside. Gosh, such an ugly crash for them, but 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if we ever really discussed it on the show very much, but really what it came down to, and I don't know, despite some of Kurt's leanings these days where he gets super vitriolic about some stuff, you know, we still chat. I get Christmas cards from him. You know, we're f- friends in that regard. And he, I think what happened is they tried to just go too fast. They really should have just started. They, they basically wanted to jump start to a blizzard level. They wanted to go from zero to 60 in too quick of a time. Blizzard took 20-something years to get there. 38 was trying to do it in two years. And I think that was just too much of a money burn, not enough of a proven concept, not enough of proven work behind them, despite all the really talented hires they had. Like, they had some of the best people in the industry hired over there. Um, But I think that you just didn't have time to build the culture and build out smaller successes. You know, Blizzard didn't start with WoW either. They had to really prove themselves a lot earlier than that on a lot smaller games. And I think they just didn't take the time and pay the dues. And things could have been very different for them. So kind of a bummer uh, that it all panned out the way it did. But uh, I still think Kingdoms of Amalur is rad. And I would be very happy if they remastered it and put it back out. That'd be great. I, I hope uh, an ex-Yankee uh, develops the next Amalur game. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's do it. Bloody Sock will be your character name. Let's make it happen. Uh, that's it for what's going on around a Blizzard. Let's do a quick email. Sounds a bit like this. Whoops, that didn't work. Come on, what's wrong with you? Here we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, uh, let's dive right into this email we got from somebody named Chris Castle. Who says, uh, by the way, use the email address, theinstance at gmail.com. You know it, you love it, use it. It says here, hey, Instance Crew, I was listening to the last week's episode this morning and wanted to point something out. If you want the Lightforged Draenei and or the Blood Elves, sorry, Void Elves, you don't need to take your new Alliance character over to Legion and grind out those reps. The reputation needed was rep you were already getting uh, while playing Horde during Legion. Uh... So once you get the achievement for Exalted with the Argus Rep's Horde side, you can just switch to your Alliance character and go unlock the races in Stormwind via the quest. In other words, he's saying it's account bound, not not uh, character and or faction bound. Uh, just take the Horde character with the highest Argus reputation out to Argus and finish up the Rep grind. Do all the uh, world quests you can uh, that you can stand each day. It says, and the two week uh, and the two weekly quests, and it will go pretty uh, rapidly. Once you're exalted, switch over to your Alliance character and go do the unlock quest for each race, and you're all set. Same is true for Torin with Moose Antlers and Ungrateful Traitor Elves, the Nightborn. Boy, he's got some bias, and it's showing right now. <laughs> uh, only, <laughs> only those reps were arguably easier to unlock as we had access to them for longer. My Alliance Demon Hunter did the rep work, so the next time I decided to play Horde, I just take the 110 plus character over there and unlock them. I understand none of this helps a new player or returning after a long hiatus player, but uh, but hopefully it makes it less daunting if you're existing for uh, for you existing folks that very likely already have the rep that you need and you're very close to it already. The best from me, uh, Chris Castle. So he's right. I still think it's weird and clanky. I don't think uh, the idea, especially if you're a new player or a newly returning player who did none of the Legion content, and I know people who didn't, who skipped that expansion are now playing again, they just it's just a crappy option it sucks yeah it's it's doubling down on my my biggest grumble with with dranor which was i went back and i wanted to level through and i didn't have flying and i was like well i need to go get flying and it was the dullest thing i've ever done in the history of world of warcraft was earning dranor flying 
in Legion. Yeah. <laughs> no one was out there. Nobody wants to hang out with you. It's trivial content. There's no challenge to doing it. It just takes time. Yeah. And um, I mean, someone might argue that it was trivial at level, but at least it was a challenge to fight. Yeah. But, and, and also you were in you were in expansion. Like there's something to be said exactly. about you being there. I cannot yeah, tell you yeah. how impotent something like artifact weapon sounds now that you go back to Legion. It's so weird. Like artifact yeah. weapon was so important. It was such a big deal. And you open a chest and find a thing and then click the thing and, and it would say 10 billion artifact power. Like it had all of this heaviness to it. You go there now and it's just like, what artifacts? What are you even talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Whatever. They stripped it out. It's, it just makes it easier. It's something you don't need to worry about while you're leveling. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, but to just have even more things to go and be antisocial while doing yeah. uh, during a new expansion. I don't have fun, but you don't need it. Like, I don't think it's as big of a deal as flying, like flying. It really puts a damper on alts if you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like I, I could, I can understand the argument that, well, you don't have to have these races. It's not really affecting your gameplay uh, except in a, uh, you know, cosmetic sort of fashion. But, right. Right. Uh, it just, I don't know. Like I, anytime an, someone, a counterpoint is well i worked hard for this at the moment i just it's not an argument i have any interest in because i'm like yeah fine but you got to enjoy it first and for longer than everyone else yeah let's just make it easier now part of my hang-up is blizzards breaking with their own tradition here because every expansion every other expansion is usually here's an expansion with a new race or a couple of races here's a new expansion with a new class here's a new expansion with race and so on and they kind of alternate and they've done that since the beginning this is no different except that now there's this weird unlock thing. So when you bought this expansion, you didn't really buy those races. You got to go work for them. And that's weird. <laughs> that's a weird thing to make people do. I think it's disjointed and strange. It's like kind of my least favorite thing about this expansion. And I had yeah, assumed they would just... There's a lot of weird... It feels like things are getting taken away that yeah. have been given us to given to us before. Yeah. Um, now that we are getting more races than before, we're also getting less unique races than before because a lot of the new races are just reskins and retooling of existing races. Mm-hmm. The, the void elves are just blood elves. The nightborn are just slightly elongated night elves. The the torn are just torn with moose antlers. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And then the whole thing with contracts this week—they hot fixed it to where they only last a week. They're not permanent until you equip another contract. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's funky. The contract's already stunk, in my opinion. Like, 10, 10 rep when you finish a world quest? It's not even, like, for each mob you kill? That is molasses slow. Yeah. And they're making them worse. Yeah. That's molasses through a fuzzy bumper barbershop Play-Doh machine. In a cold, on a, on a, <laughs> on cold a Sunday day. afternoon. Yeah, and it's cold. It's a winter day in the Sunday afternoon. And you're going uphill with it on a winter yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I, don't, I don't get it. It's weird. It's the kind of thing, like... And you have a belly. It, it's also it's also like it was so bad that I don't feel like getting riled up about it. But yeah. it's the kind of thing like it just bumps me out. Yeah, just a couple little things like that. I really did think in, in the lead up, I was everybody kept saying, "No, Scott, they've said so." I'm like, I just kind of kept kept holding out the idea that sure you can unlock these races now and play them early. I understand that should be a thing you earn. I get it. But when that expansion hits, that stuff should just be there for players to say, "Yeah, I'm going to go start a level 20 dude, or I'm going to boost him." Like you just should get to do it. You shouldn't have to go unlock any damn rep. It's dumb. I hate it. They need to change this. I'm still convinced that they will at some point. So I'm kind of holding out for that. But yeah, like I don't know. It was, it's all it's, it's, new races usually get me more excited than than new classes mm-hmm. for some reason. Same I don't, here. don't ask me why. No, but, I, I do um, too. Because because you get new 
it's a new layer of fun lore and there's there's quests that you have to do that are all about you and your origin and you get this background like i'm with you that's what i want yeah i don't know it's just it's just odd i mean there's so many arguments either, either way but to me it's like who is complaining that we could play the new race at the beginning of the expansion like i don't think that was making anyone angry so mm-hmm. i don't know why they have changed it like this i don't get it well blizzard if you're listening you want to tell us what you're thinking is there uh by all means do like you always do and call us on the phone and let us know you don't let us know they never do that uh hey it's uh, the instance at gmail.com that is the email address and you can be like chris and have your email read right here on the show before we get out of here Garrett, anything cool happening on your end of the tree? <laughs> yeah, man. I actually just put out a 30-minute uh, episode on my solo feed, uh, which you can find by looking for R2-T2. Just search for R2-T2, wherever you podcast. I just put an episode all about rep up. Um, it is very opinionated. I've been doing mostly lore talks over on that feed about World of Warcraft. Uh, this is my first kind of uh, opinion piece, but it's also a bit of a history lesson on how reputation has been handled in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear that, uh, go listen. Nice. That seems like a not a bad idea. Amove.tv, yeah. everybody, for that and all the other great stuff coming out of Garrett's world. Uh, for this show, you can find it at theinstance.net. Therein, you will find links to the shows, uh, the archives, the YouTube versions, certainly all the RSS feeds and uh, ways of getting it through the podcast and ways to contact us, uh, as always. Great place to go, theinstance.net. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Garrett Art for Garrett. You can find me at Scott Johnson, the show at Instance Show. And you can find more like this at frogpants.com. It's going to do it and for the, us. And the yeah. uh, team stream. Oh, yeah, team stream. And it may be, now that I've got this text, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, either way, it's happening, right? Because even if I'm not there, you and uh, you and Kyle will run, won't you? Probably. It will definitely, it will definitely happen. We'll also, maybe I'll get a, the a frog pants key from you so we can be on the same channel. Yeah, we could probably do that. Uh, I don't... But... It, Normally, uh, it's 2 p.m. Eastern time, twitch.tv slash uh, frogpants. Yes. And it's usually Scott, <laughs> Kyle, and myself. Yeah, it's usually the Warcraft. three of us and then some friends playing. I just may have a last-minute thing that I don't want to do uh, get in the way. I really hope it doesn't. I'll let you know here shortly. And the rest of you, uh, just check out frogpants.tv. It'll either be hosted and or run there natively when Garrett goes live. Uh, or if I'm here, it'll be me. So one way or the other. Uh, that happens today at 1 p.m. my time. That's 12 Pacific uh, to 3 p.m. your time, right? Yeah, 3 p.m. Uh, yeah, Eastern, what am I saying? Uh, it starts at 2 p.m. Eastern, runs till 5 2 p.m. Eastern. Eastern, that's what it is. 12 here is where it starts. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> we've 11 really a.m. Made... Pacific. Let's just do all the time. Yeah. What's it in Korea? We've made it all clear. It's so clear now. It's crystal. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next time with a brand new episode. Until then, take care. Oh, that didn't work. Until then, good luck. Have fun. The value of Buxley can fluctuate greatly. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about dinosaurs. Felpaw asks, what's the deal with all these dinosaurs? There are a lot of dinosaurs, aren't there? There are long paths you wander down, they're in the pyramid. I thought I had one following me. When I looked around, 
He was just leaning up against a tree, looking at his front claws like nothing was going on. And that made me a little suspicious, so I looked into it a little bit more. Turns out a lot of these dinosaurs are incognito, which, according to the dictionary, is what gnomes say when something special gets stuck in a cog they're working on. Incognito. Uh, well, anyway, the other definition means hidden or in disguise. So, some, but not all, of the dinosaurs have jobs. Some you know about because they fly you around from place to place if you're the horde. Some protect their community, like the Brutosaurs. You know, those ones with the really long necks? They're lookouts in case there's an air attack. Others are musicians. Dire horns? They play background music out of their horns when things get really bleak and you're about to die. I think one zombie pays them because he thinks it's funny. And those little dinosaurs in town? They deliver food. I just had a group of them volunteer to do that for me. I paid them each 20 gold. Go pick up some food from the local restaurant. Now, it's expensive food, but it's supposed to be really great. And, th- and you know, they're supposed to be here. They were, supposed- they were supposed to be here like a half an hour ago. Maybe, what? Hey, those guys owe me money. If you'd like to know what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. If you'd like to catch up on the segments you might have missed, look for Ask Buxley on iTunes. Dinos have your money, friend! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.